Hey everybody, it's your local psychologist here, Psych Chrissy. Welcome to the Well AF podcast where all of your health and wellness is delivered in a no BS manner. Before you wreck yourself, yeah. Hello guys. <laughs> I hope I'm on the right business page now. I was actually sitting around going, I did warn people that I was going live tonight. I wonder where all the live watchers are. Um, I was actually on the wrong business page. <laughs> That'll go to show me for having all of these because I'm presenting on unhealthy habits and I'm sure that my, um, my business community would like to know about how to break their unhealthy habits, but they need to come and join me on the infinity wellness page to do that. <laughs> oh God, I'll get it right. So I'll start again, shall I? <laughs> oh, crazy. I was just saying, um, I had a bit of a break last week because I was going on a content fact-finding mission um, to just schedule out all the interesting stuff that you guys probably want to know about during the year, um, all things exciting about psychological content. So that's where I was last week. Um, and the broadcast before this, I actually gave you guys a little bit of an intro to unhealthy attachments. And people loved it. You know, I, I had a uh, really um, uh, significant audience. Um, so I thought I'm going to really drill down into this attachment stuff. And tonight I'm just going to specifically focus on breaking unhealthy attachments to bad habits. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about why they occur um, and what we can actually do about breaking some of those habits. So I'm going to start again, guys, because I did unfortunately start that video on another business page. Um, so I think I'm delivering to the right place now. So give me a wave, give me a like, give me a shout out, give me a comment and let me know that you're here and, you, and you're joining the broadcast tonight and you're enjoying the content. So unhealthy habits, guys. What could we classify as an unhealthy habit? It's particularly an unwanted behavior that we tend to engage in for all kinds of reasons. So it could be bad eating, it could be eating sugar, it could be smoking, it could be drinking too much alcohol, it could be biting our fingernails, it could be any sort of unwanted behaviour that we engage in and it performs a particular function. Now, what we do find with unhealthy habits is that they do actually give us a sense of relief. So we don't do them because they're not working. Unfortunately, they do. Um, but the difficulty with them is, you know, um, I've often delivered content around short-term gain, but long-term pain. Now, these unhealthy habits, unfortunately, give us a short-term gain, but in the long term, they really do become a pain in our behind because they end up creating far more problems than they solve in the first place. So that's why we, we call them unhealthy habits um, and unwanted habits because they do eventually cause us longer term dysfunction or problems in our life. So that's why we want to get rid of them. So we're here to learn about why do they actually happen. They happen because they do give us some gain in the short term. They actually do help us cope for the short term as well. They do deliver us a sense of relief. You know, you can imagine, you know, that sense of relief of 
for sight, Chrissy, it might be biting into that chocolate bar. <laughs> yeah. You know, you've had a stressful day and you, you make justifications as to why you might eat that piece of chocolate when you probably shouldn't or why you should have that extra glass of wine or why you're sitting there kind of biting your fingernails or, you know, there's lots of different um, unwanted habits that we can get into the process of engaging in that does serve us for a short period of time. It does allow us to take a little deserved, is it deserved? I don't know, a little break or holiday from that emotional discomfort that we're experiencing. But unfortunately, it creates a bigger problem that we start to rely on or develop a little bit of a crutch around some of these unwanted behaviors in the short term. And then we develop a bit of a habit. So we consistently make it our go-to point, which does give us our short-term gain, but then in the end, we end up feeling angry and resentful and unhappy with the reason why we've actually engaged in that habit in the first place, because later on, we start to think rationally. You know, we, we often feel bad about engaging in that habit. We can build resentment towards ourselves. We can start getting really angry towards ourselves as to, you know, why didn't I just not do that? Why didn't I just think about some of the consequences for that? Or why, you know, we often get full our mind fills with the why didn't I do this or why didn't I do that differently and unfortunately that only lasts short term as well because before we know it we've gone round in the cycle and we get the urge again and then we succumb to the urge and then we engage in the unwanted behavior and we go round and round the merry-go-round of unhealthy habits so we know that it serves a purpose. We know that it, it gives us a very short-term relief from whatever discomfort or whatever difficulty or whatever it is that we're facing. But we know in the long term, it's really unhelpful because often it doesn't sit well with our values and our motivations, who we want to be, how we want to live our lifestyle, where we want to get to, what sort of goals we have. It Often these, unwan our, these unwanted habits work against what we're trying to achieve in the long term. That's why we get so frustrated with the fact that we've engaged in that unwanted habit in the first place. So I'm going to give you a, a, a bit of a... Uh, well, it's a strategy. Um, it's definitely a strategy and it's it can help that if you master some of this ability to, and I'm going to call it urge surf, it's going to change the relationship that you have when you actually get an urge to do some, or engage in some of these unwanted behaviors. So the first step of the strategy that I call urge surfing is that you identify the urge. It's it's not rocket science, people. So often we cognitively identify the urge. So it might be, I really feel like a piece of chocolate right now. I really feel like eating that whole bag of chips over there. Or I really feel like, you know, a glass of wine. Or I really feel like going to, you know, this certain situation and just letting rip or whatever the unhealthy habit might be. Um, so first step is really identifying that you've had an urge to do that. Now, an urge can be psychological, so it can be a thought. So it can be literally an instructional thought that is telling us something that we don't want to do. It can also be physical as well. We can get a physiological urge to do something. We can get a craving. You know, we can get, you know, we can definitely, like when it comes to food or 
fingernail biting or, you know, there can definitely be a physiological sensation or an urge attached to that um, unwanted behavior that spikes up in certain situations. It could be in response to a trigger. It could be in response to something we see or smell or touch or taste or anything at all. And then it becomes physiological. So acknowledging that urge and going, I'm having the thought that or I'm noticing my body doing this is very, very important to be able to then put the urge surfing strategy in place. Now, if we think of an urge as a bit of a bell, well, it's not a bit of it, it's definitely a bell-shaped curve. So what we know about urges to engage in unwanted behavior is they go up a bell and we know that they get really intense at the top, at the height, at the peak but then what we know is that naturally that urge subsides. So, you know, and it's often within a time frame. There's never one time frame for, for surfing urges. And in fact, a lot of the time when we're trying to get un- rid of an unwanted behavior, we only ever get to there before we engage in the unhelpful behavior. We never really let it get to there and we definitely don't surf it out. So we often dip out way before that or... We let it get to the peak and we're like, I can't manage this anymore. I'm going to engage in my unwanted. You don't have that thought, but you start engaging in those unwanted behaviors because at the peak of the urge, it just gets too difficult to manage and you just think, I'm out. Little did you know that if you just waited, if you just waited a little bit longer, the urge to engage in that unwanted behavior would not be so intense. It would go away, you know, and it does follow a cycle. It does go, you know, up and down and, it, you know, it follows a process. And But I can tell you now, the better you get at surfing that urge, the more times you try it, you start to master it more um, consistently. You get better at doing it. It will come up there and it will become, become less time that you need to endure that urge and you just get, you build mastery around it. So you just get better and better at managing some of those urges. The more you're able to just tolerate that high level of urge, whether it be cognitively or, or you know, physiologically, that if you can come down the other side of that and that you can practice that over and over again, you're going to get really good at it. But unfortunately, a lot of the time we jump off the top of the the, um, the bell curve or the, the height of the urge and we just give in and we never learn how to tolerate that discomfort associated with the urge. And that's what perpetuates a lot of our unwanted behaviors and our bad habits is because we jump off the top of the peak. So um, if we can just learn to master that peak and tolerate it, we're going to get a lot better at being able to manage it. So it will naturally subside. There is opportunities out there. And again, you know, um, distractions have a place um, in the psychological world for managing uncomfortable or um, difficult emotions. So there is a place to engage in, you know, I've heard of people drinking glasses of water when they're having urges to eat unhealthy food or, you know, doing something else to distract their attention away from the, the thoughts around wanting to do something that we really don't want to do. And that does, it can work in theory. Um, but that can also be a short-term situation where sometimes we can build tolerance to that destruction activity. And then you get to the point where you go, you know what? My drinks of water, 
just ain't cutting it anymore. <laughs> so that's, the, I, I suppose, the downfall of engaging in a distraction activity to try and manage the discomfort associated with that urge that's cropping up in our, our mind around in our body. Um, so really, the long-term strategy is about being able to talk ourselves through that situation, engaging in the self-talk, I'll be fine, this will pass, you know, in maybe 10 minutes or even half an hour's time, I'm not going to feel the way that I'm feeling right now. And this will pass, you know, and that's a much more longer term strategy than engaging in distractions to try and get ourselves through it. But both of them have a place, you know, both of them, you can, you can use them effectively, but it's about appreciating that if you can build the, the ability to tolerate the emotional discomfort for a period of time and allow it to emotionally subside, that that's a far more longer term strategy than just distracting yourself with something else because you're not dealing with the thoughts that are going on. If you're doing something that's distracting your attention, you're not tolerating the the thoughts that are attached to the urge to go and want to engage in that behavior. So it is about almost exposing yourself and sitting through it and engaging in helpful self-talk to try and get yourself off the peak that is really going to deliver to you guys in the long term in breaking some of your unhealthy habits. So what are the habits that you need to really start working on, guys? And I wonder, you know, if you set yourself some small little tasks around submerge surfing, you don't, you know, it can get hard for more entrenched habits. Like, you know, if you're trying to kick a smoking habit, you know, this is probably going to be a lot harder to implement than, say, if you're trying to, you know, I don't know, I'm thinking of a lower level habit. It might be just sugar cravings, but even then I know that that can get pretty intense. So just depends on the individual person, obviously. Um, but yeah, sometimes you can even start on lower level habits that you just think, yeah, I really need to, you know, nip that in the bud and build your mastery around that before you start to tackle, you know, some of the bigger habits or some of the more entrenched habits that you've got going on that you really want to get on top of, you know. So binge eating, you know, Caitlin, that's a, um, a that's a good one to try urge surfing with because you know um, it is likely that that is a type of habit where it will peak, but after you know 10, 15, 20 minutes, even half an hour, you will definitely not feel that urge as intensively as you did at the peak, and you'll be far better placed to manage it. But like I said, it is building tolerance to that process and doing that time and time again to learn that you've actually got the capability. You don't have to buckle the minute that your mind says, oh, I really feel like eating this or eating that. You don't have to buckle when your mind tells you that. Um, you can develop the capacity to tolerate the emotional discomfort attached to that and to tolerate the unhelpful thoughts that also come along with that. So there we go, guys. The challenge is out there. What habit are you going to choose to urge surf? I would love to hear from you guys about how you go with it. Um, and can you build mastery and get better and better at that to then tackle some of the, the bigger unwanted habits that you've got in your lifestyle? So have a go. I wonder how you're going to go with that. Um, 
Guys, I have, before I go, I've put a little clicker link on the post. Um, as I mentioned in the last broadcast, my psychology practice is expanding. There is a lot more ability for, um, I've got a team now that are ready to uh, take your calls um, in, you know, if you're needing support around depression, anxiety, breaking habits, you know, trauma, relationships, any sort of psychological difficulty. Um, unfortunately, I've been very limited in the past to take on new clientele, but I'm so excited to announce that um, I now have a team of psychologists that are highly skilled and are able to take on those referrals immediately. So even if you're out there sitting on a wait list and you feel like you're getting nowhere and you really need um, some more immediate uh, treatment or you, you need to not sit on a waiting list for six to eight weeks, please click that link and go through the process and we will be able to respond to your um, inquiries as soon as possible. So um, and if you know somebody out there that might need the support, please feel free to share the video um, that we do actually have that service available now at Infinity Wellness. So there we go, guys. I hope you've enjoyed the broadcast um, and I will see you guys next week with some more unhealthy attachment advice. See you guys. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Well AF podcast. If you love listening to Psych Chrissy, please share and subscribe to my podcast or catch all the action on the Infinity Wellness page on Facebook at Infinity Wellness Centre.